This is an avocado, and this is a podcast that makes this an avocado podcast. You are now listening to The Young God, a podcast for the gods. Once upon a time, there was a woman who was just like all women, and she married a man who was just like all men, and they had some children who were just like all children, and it rained all day. What you just heard is a short story by Elizabeth Smart. Isn't that the most depressing story you've ever heard? Isn't it telling that a woman wrote that? That story is what happens when an ordinary woman chooses or settles for an ordinary man. What about what happens when an extraordinary woman chooses an extraordinary man? Listen closely. Women have a gift and a power that they don't use enough, which is the way God has designed women they literally are like mini gods on earth in terms of they can create and change, you know, the outcome of things just by their utterances and their mm. courage. So, for every successful man, there's a woman that's driving him. Whether he's married, daughter, mother, whatever, there's always that influence. Check, go back into time. Yeah. Always. Hello and welcome to The Young God. I'm Rodney, and you know what I sometimes think about? I think about Nick Jonas. Yeah, Nick Jonas of the Jonas Brothers. And what kind of man he must be for Priyanka Chopra to have chosen him. I think about Prince Harry, and what kind of man he must be for Meghan Markle to have chosen him. Especially considering the historical baggage of Harry's family. What do those women have in common? They are high quality individuals mature and discerning women in their 30s, older than their partners, goddesses. Speaking of goddesses, are you familiar with the Greek goddess Athena? In Greek mythology, Athena is a very important figure. She is the goddess of war, wisdom, courage, inspiration, and creativity. Things you would usually attribute to masculinity. Talk about her resume. She is, quite frankly, the most impressive of all the Greek gods and goddesses. She's my favorite. In fact, she's the inspiration behind this podcast. The owl you usually see in my logo and things like that are inspired by her. So, you know, that's just to give you some context as to what she means to me and what she's about to mean to this podcast episode. Even Athens, the capital of Greece, is named after her. That's how important Athena is. Athena's origin story is wild. According to Greek mythology, her father, Zeus, right? Zeus, the sky and thunder god, who rules as king of all the other gods, was wedded to Metis, the goddess of crafty thought and wisdom. Zeus and Metis lay together. <clears throat> yeah, gods are sexual beings too. Especially fuckboy Zeus. Zeus is like the King Solomon of Greek gods. He be fucking. <laughs> Anyway, while Metis was pregnant, Zeus was told of a prophecy in which his child to be born would dethrone him, just as he had dethroned his father before him. 
To prevent this from happening, to prevent this prophecy from coming to pass, Zeus swallowed Metis whole while she was pregnant. Don't ask me about the logistics. I don't know how he did it, but he's a god, so I'm sure it's normal to be swallowing things just like that, but that's how the story was told. Stay with me, okay? Soon after engulfing his lover, Zeus began to experience a terrible headache. He was in such pain that he ordered his son, Ares, the male god of war, to split open his head with his axe in order to relieve the pressure. Ares obliged and out emerged the goddess Athena from Zeus's forehead, fully grown and in full armor. In spirituality, the forehead is the location of the third eye, which symbolizes creativity and wisdom. Athena happens to be unmatched in both, hence why she's the goddess of wisdom and so much more. Athena is also the only being, real or fictional, born from a male figure. This fascinating fact is the reason Athena is Zeus's favorite child. And if you know anything about Greek mythology, Zeus has fathered many children. So that's a high honor. And that's Athena's story. What does Athena have to do with Priyanka Chopra, Meghan Markle, and women in general? I'm glad you asked. You see, Athena is the patron goddess of heroic endeavor. What this means is that in Greek mythology, She's known to seek out men who are taking on a noble challenge, whose heart is in the right place, and aid them in their quest. She would appear behind them in the form of an owl or in her natural form, acting as a silent counselor, giving them advice, ideas, and encouragement when they were lacking in self-belief or faith. She's also very discerning of the men she chooses to assist. None of them are these low-hanging fruit men, oh no. She's attracted to men with character and depth, men who were brave, courageous, and strong. Strong in spirit, strong in heart, strong in mind. After the mission is accomplished, the hero would then offer the spoils of battle to Athena as a tribute, acknowledging her influence and support in their time of need. These heroes adored her, worshipped her, and she supported them in return. Isn't it every woman's dream to be adored by a hero? a man with manners. That was the sort of mutually beneficial relationship Athena cultivated with her men. Before I move forward, I want you to take note of the part where she stood behind the hero and whispered. When I came across this detail, I immediately connected it to the, to the popular adage, um, behind every great man is a great woman. It now made sense. I've been hearing that idiom since I was a child, but it has become more meaningful to me now more than ever. And it is my hope that you will see where I'm going with this. In Greek mythology, to be visited by Athena is considered to be the greatest blessing of all. Under her influence, a worthy man could see the world with perfect clarity and make the right decision needed for the moment. She favored those who used cunning and intelligence rather than brute strength. An Athena woman doesn't favor insecure men who resort to their physicality more than their intellect. She favors those who are cool, calm, and confident, who move with wisdom and patience and grace. If you're not this kind of man, she has no business with you. That's why the Bible says, he who finds a wife finds a good thing. To me, a wife is a woman who wants to go where you're going as a man. 
and who wants to help you get there. She brings things to the table that will enable you both get there. That's a hell of a good thing. That's a blessing. To find a woman who wants to go where you're going, bruh, especially if you're not there yet or you're not quite sure how to get there. That's God. That's rare. That's the distinction between wife material and a woman who doesn't see your value. A woman who's just something you're, someone you're with for the moment. You know, just another bus stop as they say. Mature men are tuned into this. They know what's up. We know the difference and we treat them accordingly. Take a look at all the men who have done something worth doing in this world, in all of history, whether it's small or big. Not one of them was without a woman who had access to his heart and mind and pushed him forward. The key words here are access to his heart and mind. A man, a real nigga, you need to give your woman access. You need to be vulnerable for her to add to your life. And just the way the heroes adored Athena, these men adore their women. Not put up with, not for the sake of peace, they adored them. They don't play with their women because they know their value. And in return, these women did whatever it took to see their men succeed and soar above others. That's a beautiful thing if you ask me. What better example is there of the male and female connection than this? It's the dream, really, and I think it's, it's what, you know, a lot of us don't know that we want or we need because we don't talk about these things. We don't know it exists. We don't know what that is like. But I'm here to tell you, niggas, as a man, you need Athenas in your life, whether you're in a platonic or romantic relationship with them. Having meaningful relationships with such women, with Athena women, helps you be a better man, a better person, especially if they are older. They will tell you things and reveal things to you whether intentionally or unintentionally, that will wisen you up and undo some of that attendant stupidity that comes with masculinity. And I'm speaking from experience. There are quite a number of Athena women popping up, but there's a shortage of worthy men with whom to partner with, to bless, to uplift, to love. It's a real frustration that comes up in conversations with women. Fellas, I gotta tell you, we gotta do better, to be honest. I mean, we need these women more than we know. We need them more than they need us. There's only so much we can do on our own. We need them to grow us up, make us more responsible, and most importantly, we need to listen to them when they whisper. That's what separates the mediocre men from the great ones. They are open to feminine influence. None of that toxic masculinity shit. Only the truly strong can shamelessly listen to a woman. And that's why Athena only associates with a certain caliber of men. Just as Beyonce upgraded Jay-Z, an Athena woman can do the same for you. The proof is in the pudding. And the pudding is sweet. Let's take a break. Are you familiar with the goddess Athena? Yes. If you know anything about her story, yeah. one of the things that she does is that she, she selects 
honorable men, men who are doing the most, and she guides them in their yes. adventures. Yes, their quest, and yeah. And one of the ways she guides them is that she stands behind them and she whispers in their ears what they should do, encouragement. Bro. And I'm making an, an episode about that later on, like in March, from Women's Month, like the Athena woman. I think, like, like you said, they're that's so rare. Powerful, that's a powerful tagline, the Athena woman. They're, they're so rare. If you are a god, you need a goddess. It's that simple. Go for women who seem to be out of your league. Don't be settling for these women who are easily impressed, who haven't figured out who they are, who you can easily control with things. You need a woman who is your level or higher, preferably higher. You need a woman who can challenge you, call you out on your BS, and influence you with that feminine energy. Don't go for the low-hanging fruit, the liabilities. If you think she's out of your league, she's exactly who you need to be shooting your shot at. The women that lesser men find intimidating are the ones you should be stepping up to. The ones with opinions. The ones with a point of view. The ones who know what they want and don't take some shit. That's how you show you're worthy. Now, not every woman is an Athena even though each type of woman is beautiful in her own way. Each one has her strength and her season. Based on the stage I'm in, in my own life and the things I currently value, I hold Athenas in high esteem right now. And I'm speaking to those men and women who want more out of their relationships, not just romance and feels. Two people who know who they are and their purpose. That's the goal. Two gods. Two extraordinary people. Keep that story in mind from the beginning. We're still going to get back to that. But here's the thing. It turns out that these Athena traits unlock themselves in older women. Younger women have different priorities and have, and, and have simply not experienced enough to know what's up. Between 27 and 30, a woman begins to recognize the keen way her mind works and begins to develop a positive image of herself instead of fearing that she is mannish or intimidating or whatever else we've used to suppress women these days. After 30, you know, late 20s and after 30, she starts to peak and acts in accordance with that inner Athena. That famous woman's intuition begins to sharpen up. The way I see it, unlocking that inner Athena comes with age and freedom, two things that women are at odds with in our society. Women are conditioned not to look forward to aging, and they are not given the physical, sexual, and mental freedom to explore and develop themselves. This makes Athenas rare in societies like ours. You know what's even rarer? You know what's 10 times rarer than an Athena woman? I bet you guessed it. Worthy men. Because a lot of men have been poisoned with a sense of entitlement, a fragile ego, and a disrespectful attitude towards women in general. At the beginning of this episode, I was talking about Priyanka Chopra and Meghan Markle and the men they chose. As I said, I often think about Nick Jonas and Priyanka. No kidding, I follow them both on Instagram and Twitter and I follow their journey and I ask myself, I'll just be sitting down, you know, with myself eating or whatever, just, just for, for no reason. And I'll think to myself, what kind of man must Nick Jonas be to have a woman like Priyanka choose him? 
We already know that Priyanka is an Athena, a goddess in her own right, plus she's now stunningly beautiful. Any man would be lucky to have her, any man would want her, but she chose Nick. She chose a freaking Jonah's brother. What? That let me know that Nick must be special. He must, be, he must have that thing. He must be a god in one way or the other. I mean, he's got a nice voice. He's got a beautiful blue eyes. I don't even know if they're blue. I just know that. <laughs> Nick Jonas, is, is, he's, a, he's, he's a correct guy. You know what I mean? And he's more than meets the eye. He's a man and Priyanka chose him. It's the same thing with Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. What kind of man must Prince Harry be for Meghan to choose him despite the fact that he's from one of the worst families for a black woman to marry into? Despite his family's dark history. If you're being cynical, you would say she married a fucking colonizer. And that would be not too far from the fact. So she married this guy despite his family's dark history, despite the media scrutiny, despite the forbidden nature of their love. I'm convinced that Harry must be that dude in every way. Now, let's flip things around, right? Imagine what kind of woman Meghan must be for Harry to choose her despite her being older than him, despite her being the exact sort of person the family would not approve of. My guess is that something in her character made her worth the trouble. And it bursts my head when I think about it because that's what we all want, isn't it? Someone to find something in us that makes us worth the trouble, worth the struggle, worth the discomfort. Because on any given day, relationships are hard work, but we need to find people who are worth the work. And here's the thing, to be worthy, you have to be extraordinary. You gotta have something, be something the other person realizes they cannot do without. And you need to know that you have that thing as well. You need to be confident that you are worthy of that sort of thing. Because the fact of the matter is that we need the best of each other in these dark times. Life is fucking weird and unpredictable. We need people that make sense in all kinds of ways. Flaws and all. Apart from Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas, apart from Meghan Markle and Prince Harry, I think about Jennifer Lopez and Aaron Rodriguez. I think about Beyonce and Jay-Z. I mean, they made, they literally made a song called Upgrade You where Beyonce was talking about this exact thing. I think about Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds. Lauren London and Nipsey Hussle. What? Vanessa Bryant and Kobe Bryant. Serena Williams and Alex Ohanian. Kamala Harris and Joe Biden. It doesn't even always have to be a romantic relationship. You could be the, the Athena to your boss. You could be the Athena to, to your father. You could be the Athena to your, to, to, uh, to your best friend. You know, you could, there's just so many ways these combinations can work. But what I do know is that behind every great man, every man who is doing well, who is doing the most, is a woman, an Athena, standing behind, whispering, having these conversations, telling him things he needs to know, planting seeds that are making him better. You know who else I think about? Rihanna. She's another young woman who is entering her Athena phase. And you can tell she's being very discerning about the man she decides to lay her love on. She's yet to find a man worthy of her. I don't know about you, but I'm really eager to see who she'll pick. We wait. 
we're paying attention, uh, Riri. We're paying attention. And that brings me to the end of my train of thought. If you made it this far, as usual, I think you're a real one. And I hope to God that I made sense and I expressed my ideas properly because these are some complex connections I just made. And I'm just trying to help people see things differently so that they can try to orient their lives properly. Sometimes our lives suck because we don't really know what we need. We don't know what what we need looks like. And if you don't know what something looks like, how can you aim for it? So this Athena concept is a way to give certain men and women an ideal to aspire to, a new way to see relationships and maybe spice things up a bit. It's something I'm currently working on in my life and if it works out, I'll be sure to give you guys all the updates. <sighs> Ladies, can I just say that you don't want to end up a woman just like all other women, married to a man just like all other men, and have kids just like all other kids. In case you're wondering, here's the full story by Elizabeth Smart. Are you ready? <clears throat> Let me sip my tea for this because this tea is piping hot. Once upon a time, there was a woman who was just like all women. And she married a man who was just like all men. And they had some children who were just like all children. And it rained all day. The woman had to skewer the hole in the kitchen sink when it was blocked up. The man went to the pub every Friday, Saturday and Sunday. The other nights, he mended his broken bicycle, did the pool coupons and longed for money and power. The woman read love stories and longed for things to be different. The children fought and yelled and played and had scabs on their knees. In the end, they all died. God forbid. The mediocrity. This is a real state of living for a lot of people in the world, make no mistake. And this could be you if you make the wrong decision. And by the time you realize it, it's too late because oftentimes there's no going back. So just as Athena is discerning, we all, men and women, we must be discerning about who we decide to pitch our tent with. As a rule of thumb, focus on who a person is and not what they have. Material things do not an extraordinary person make. Remember that. And as for my niggas, my men, fellow men, life is getting harder by the day. You don't just need someone who will stroke your ego, cook your meals, and give you sex. You need a woman with a mind of her own, with creativity, with love and sense, who can handle you, hold her own, and raise your kids with character. The difference is clear. Choose wisely. Now don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and do tell a friend. Share this episode with the women and men who need to hear this. Let people be awakened to what they need in their lives. Follow the podcast on IG at The Young God Pod and Twitter at I Am The Young God for exclusive content. Slide in my DMs anytime. I'm happy to engage. There's a donation link in the description of this episode if you're feeling compelled to support this podcast financially. 
Thanks again for listening. See you next week for new episodes. And this is The Young God. <laughs> <laughs>